Actually, this is a remake of a previous episode of Bass Up My, my Music. The reason why I decided to re record this episode was because I was using a new PGA 58 Shaw dynamic, dynamic microphone, but it didn't really pick up my sound. And since I'm recording directly on Anchor FM and not using a DAWS uh, program, I wasn't able to actually manipulate the sound as much. So I've now decided to re record uh, using my condenser microphone. Um, so, yeah, uh, what I want to speak in this episode would be basically. A revision of what I said on the previous episode. So, for listeners out there who have heard my previous episode or the episode that I actually deleted、uh, based up my music, this will be somehow a repetition. So,、uh, please stay tuned. Hi, my name is JP, and this is The Last Chance. So, basically, on the episode that I deleted, I talked about. Um, myself as a bassist, and some of the things in, on how I、uh, began to have a passion in playing bass guitar, and specifically electric bass guitar. I don't play the contrabass, or some say a double bass. I started playing an electric bass guitar, and I did play at some time an acoustic bass guitar, which I don't own anymore. Um, so, yeah, what I did discuss on the deleted episode was my current lineup of bass guitars. Well, lineup sounds a bit funny, but actually, I only own two bass guitars at the moment, and they are both from Fender,、uh, standard series,、uh, made in Mexico, unfortunately, but、uh, still, the quality is quite good. Not as close as the original American series, but it's, it's acceptable for a Fender standard.、Uh, so, I do have a jazz bass,、uh, um, bass guitar, which I have owned since 2006.、Uh, I bought it in Korea. And also, my second bass guitar, which I bought last year, December, I also bought that in Korea, is a Precision. Uh, bass also from Fender. So, the reason why I've decided to finally stick to those two bass guitars is because、uh, over the years I started playing with a Quart GB series for string quart bass.、Um, I've also played an Ibanez six string, five string SR series and Geo series. I've also played、um, a Tanglewood acoustic guitar. Uh, bass acoustic guitar, but I believe、um, the sound on the Fender bass, especially the jazz and the precision bass, really stuck to me. It felt like they were speaking back to me and telling me that this is close to or almost close to the sound that、uh, resonates from my fingers or the style that I play. So I did start. Playing with a jazz bass, I did play with a couple of bands in South Africa when I was in university.、Uh, but I did start playing、uh, bass guitar when I was in high school, and that was also in South Africa. 
I learned from some brothers, I learned from online clips and I did also finally get some lessons from a, a great uh, session bassist in South Africa, actually two bassists. Um, and I did learn quite a lot from them, but I decided to venture off and start playing with different uh, musicians. And I am, I can't really say I'm a professional musician, or a professional bassist, but I would like to say I'm more of a part-time uh, session bassist. So I currently play at a local church in Botswana and in the worship team. And one of the things that I realized, because back in South Africa, I was playing also for the worship team and, worship and other Christian bands, but um, the style of play there were mostly close to Hillsong and Planet Shakers and Delirious and, and the likes. Uh, more of the rock alternative kind of uh, sound that came from worship. But when I came back to Botswana, after I, I did my university in South Africa, I joined a local church, as I said. Um, I won't mention the name of the church in this episode, but uh, surely in the next few episodes to come. And I started playing with other uh, church members who I was not really used to playing with. Um, to be honest, the standard of, uh, of play and so and the technicalities weren't up to par with the musicians that I played in South Africa, but the passion was actually uh, a lot more. So one of the guys who did influence me at uh, Actually, I do go to that church still and I do play in the, the worship team there. There's one brother, I won't also mention his name um, until he does let me use his name or perhaps he could become a guest one day in my podcast. But he's a, he's a drummer and sometimes I, do, I still do play with him in some days or some services and he did uh, really show me another approach to play the bass guitar through his drum playing. He's an exceptional drummer. Um, he does also play a bit of keys, um, plays pretty much most of the instruments that at least uh, are played in the, in the church. So yeah, he kind of uh, influenced me on some African grooves uh, because he's a, an African. Um, I won't mention where he's from also uh, yet. But yeah, he really showed me another way of expressing um, church music as, as well as other types of uh, genres in music. And he, I can see he's also quite influenced in jazz, R&B, um, African rhythm. So yeah, that's one guy who really influenced me. And another uh, musician, I can say, I, I haven't got in touch with him for quite a while. Uh, he was a, another brother uh, from another African country and he was a guitarist but he also had a six string bass guitar which he ripped through the scales he was just so good with string instruments and that brother uh, I mean his, his main instrument was the electric guitar and whenever we played together he would actually motivate me and show me scales in the African rhythm and African melodies 
um, and that's one of, he was one of the persons who introduced me to sukus or kwasa kwasa type of uh, rhythm playing and that kind of brought my bass guitar playing to another level and to this day whenever I play that line that he taught me once um, uh, sukus line on the bass I always remember him and I hope one day I will meet him as well and jam or have a jam session with him and and also the drama that I'm talking about but luckily he's still around where I'm staying so anytime that I do want to jam with him I will always call him yeah so yeah the jazz bass if I can break it down would be having those two pickups one on the neck and one on the bridge and I believe it's more dynamic I love the sound of its funkiness um, I love the structure it's totally different from uh, Fender precision bass it has a, a thinner neck so you can really move around the neck um, the scales much easier the bridge pickup neck pickup it's just you can make a whole lot of uh, different sounds with them and uh, I believe it's much better to slap and tap with um, the jazz bass more than the precision whereas the precision bass which I only really got into last year um, has also kind of made my playing a, more, a bit more different um, to when I'm playing a jazz bass uh, mainly due to its uh, single coil sp uh, splits, uh, single coil pickup the sound is very steady and kind of realized that it's that benchmark bass guitar sound and actually the precision bass was made a few years before the jazz bass by Leo Fender and so now I'm getting more accustomed to that precision sound and I've started to realize why a lot of sound engineers and professional artists prefer to record on the Fender precision bass so yeah, that's pretty much what uh, I can talk about uh, bass guitars. Uh, I will go into depth on some of the knowledge that I, I gained over the years. But I believe as a bass guitarist, I mean, one of the reasons why there are so many, not so many, so few session bassists around the world is because uh, I believe we are gifted. And uh, I believe a bassist will somehow wrap up the whole band or the whole music. I know there's the rhythm, rhythm section, the drama, who has to keep the tempo, has to keep the grooves, you know. And then there's the melody, the keys, um, the guitars, the piano, and also all those uh, instruments which give the melody. But overall, it's the bass guitarist or the bass that really wraps up connects and gels everything so uh, one of my mentors in music or in the Christian faith um, actually told me that actually the bass is an undisputed leader in a band he might be not doing as much uh, but obviously depends on what type of bassist you are uh, but he drives the sound basically obviously you will need a proper drummer you'll need a proper guitarist a keys who can play solidly but overall um, a bass guitarist can change the whole spectrum and dynamic of 
the whole music. So I'm proud to be a bassist. I will always be a bassist. Uh, perhaps I will learn other instruments uh, in the future, but the bass guitarist will always be my lifelong musical companion. So yeah, on the next episode, I will talk about some of the things that we really need to prepare ourselves. I know I have somehow gone into lifestyle, I've gone into health, now I've gone into a bit of music, which all somehow I have experienced. So it's not something that I haven't experienced or I'm not doing, because I, who am I to tell you if I haven't even done anything related to what I'm talking about. Uh, but I want to kind of get back into the purpose of this podcast and it's to prepare ourselves uh, for the last days and through this last chance podcast i want to try and encourage people to get ready for what could occur or happen in the next few days weeks months so please stay tuned and be safe